Hello and welcome to Behind the Limelight, the Raiders' official podcast. Thanks to OAC Digital. Great to have you all back for round one in season 2022. The Raiders have had a tough pre-season, a couple of wins, and they're all set for their first match of the season against the Cronulla Sharks at GIO Stadium on Friday night. Joining us on the first edition of the podcast this year is Rosie Harrison. Hello, Rosie. Hey, Ben. Hey, Adam. How you going? And great to have our new recruit and joining us for the first season this year for the Green Machine after uh, arriving from the Bulldogs, Adam Elliott. G'day, everyone. Good to have you on board, Adam, and looking forward to having a chat to you over the next sort of 20 minutes or so and finding a bit more about you, but also um, getting some thoughts on what's happening uh, in and around the club. So how you, how you settling in? Yeah, it's been really good. It's been a um, sort of really easy transition for me. I, I was lucky enough to be in the hub with a lot of the boys on, on the Gold Coast last season. So um, got to know a few of them there. And, um, you know, from day one here, they've all been really helpful with um, making the move to Canberra much easier and um, lending a hand whenever they could. And, and I feel like, you know, I'm really starting to develop some great friendships here. You've uh, obviously found your way into the group pretty quickly. Um, you like a bit of a laugh and a bit of a joke, a bit of that character sort of element. It's good to have that around the group, and I'm sure the boys are. Uh, I've sort of G up a bit and uh, have a bit of fun with you as well. Yeah, it is good. I think um, you know a lot of us. The reason that we play football is because of our teammates and um, the camaraderie and and the fun that you have not only playing the game but at training and just spending so much time with each other. So. That's something that's always been a big part of, um, you know, any team that I've played in. I've loved being close and um, having a laugh and, you know, can't take it too seriously when it's, when it's time to be on. It's time to be on. But um, outside of that, I feel like the boys here have a really good balance with, you know, taking the mickey out of each other, having a bit of a joke and switching on when we need to. It's been a tough pre-season, but now sort of round one's only a few days away. You must be really excited to just get up and run out onto GIO tomorrow, on Friday. Yeah, it has. It's been really tough. It's been a really different pre-season for a lot of us. Um, speaking to a few of the boys that have been here for a while and um, me coming from a different club as well. And the way that Jezza and Blake um, have trained us on the field in particular is very new to a lot of us. And, you know, we've done a lot more high-speed running and, you know, for me in particular, that was pretty hard on my body trying to back that up um, week in, week out. So I feel like, you know, a lot of us have adapted to that now. Our bodies are, everyone touch woods, feeling quite fresh and ready to go. And, um, yeah, it was great to get through a couple of trial games, but now there's a bit on the line. It, um, you know, makes it a little bit more exciting. And um, first game for the Raiders at home, I don't think it gets much better than that. So I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, we're going to talk to you a little bit more about that first game. We're going to have a look at the teams and how they've been named and we'll preview the game against the Sharks a little bit later on. And we're going to find out a bit more about our guest, Adam Elliott. But first of all, it's time to go around the horn with all the new latest news from uh, the Raiders Centre. Well, the first news item, Adam, and it's not a great one. Your little mate, Jamal Fogarty, unfortunately out for an extended period. He's had the knee operation. Um, what's he like? How's he travelling? I saw him in here um, through the week. He seems like he's in pretty good spirit still. Yeah, he is. I think a lot of the boys have got around him straight away, which is great. Um, Jamal's, you know, a really friendly sort of person, but a really good teammate as well. So I think everyone knows that, you know, he would be helping out as much as he could, Um to anyone else that was in that position so I think he's getting a bit a bit of that in return and um, his spirits you know he seems in high spirits now I suppose it's a long-term injury so it's something that we as a group definitely have to look out for and you know you don't want people feeling like they're not part of the team because they can't be running out with you each week so we're sort of all clued onto that and we're getting around him but 
Um, you know, he's really impressed me with how professional he is from, from day one here. So I'm sure he'll be rehabbing that to the T. Um, and, you know, once he's back, he'll be back for good, which is great. Um, great news for us as a team as well. Yeah, it's a big loss definitely, but also Brad Schneider now gets the opportunity to come into the halves and it's exciting to have a young gun halfback um, in the team. Yeah, it is. It's really good. I, I remember being, you know, making my debut and being young and how exciting it is, not only for you, but for your family. And, um, you know, I think Schneider's played one game last year. So, you know, first game of the year, I'm sure he feels like it's his debut as well. He's, he's starting this game and... Um, there's a, it's a little bit of a different feel too. My first game starting, you know, in the starting forward pack was different to the few games I'd played before that as well. So it's really exciting for him. The boys are all pumped, and it's just it's a great feel around the team when you've got someone young like that that you know gets their shot, and you just really want the best for him. And I'm sure he'll be um, as focused as as ever and um, ready for a big one on Friday. Talking about players getting their opportunity, and one name that. Not many people would have predicted to see on the team list for round one, and it's a it comes down to his work ethic in the preseason, but also what he's been able to show in the trials is James Schiller uh, getting a chance uh, in round one. He's ga- he's been named in the centres. Um, we saw him you know play that first trial game, and he was really strong, and it's a reward for effort. Yeah, it definitely is. He um, he actually came here in the preseason with a few issues with his body and. Um, you know, I think was probably a bit frustrated himself with not being able to stay out on the field as much as he would have liked. But um, you know, massive credit to James and how diligent he was. And you know, he got back out there and you know he got some really good running in before Chrissy. And then after Christmas, you know, he's leading the pack out there in the fitness. And you know, that sort of stuff matters, especially when you're new to a team. Making sure that you rock up with a great attitude every day and rip in. And you know, he's seeing the rewards of that now. And um, you know, as as we know here, but the, the people probably don't know that you know he's from some pretty good cattle as well. So his uncle's Brett Mullins. So I think it, it'll be such a good moment for his family and you know his mum and everyone that'll be watching him and um, you know Raiders fans. Hopefully, there's a bit of nostalgia out there on Friday night. I wouldn't mind him running away <laughs> and scoring a few for us. Absolutely, I've been tipped up by the ticketing and membership guys that. There's probably an extra thousand tickets being sold because I think plenty of his family are making the, the effort to come down. So looking forward to seeing him play. Rosie, he was great in the trials, uh, particularly in that first game. He, he, uh, he was playing on the wing uh, in that game but had some really good carries and well, I thought he'd gone down with a calf injury at the end but he just cramped up but he um, he showed that he's got plenty of plenty to offer. Yeah, I was a bit worried there at the end when I saw him go down but no, he was um, he was really, really good, strong in those trials and like you said, he played a bit of wing, um, moves into the centre um, for round one but yeah, he's just a, such a talented player and I'm really excited to see him on the field. Looking at the other end of the spectrum this week, um, Ads, we've got two guys playing milestone games and you know these are always special moments in a career. We've got Hudson Young, First of all, playing his 50th game, he's going to start uh, on the edge uh, and you'll come from the bench. I mean, that's exciting for Hudson too. 50 games um, is a good little milestone to, to hit um, at this point in his career. Yeah, it is. I think you know Hudson will probably be the first to say it's not so much about the 50 games, it's about get, starting our season off well and getting a win. But they are things that you do need to celebrate. And you know, like I touched on with um, Brad Schneider and Shields getting the crack um, how how proud their families would be. It's the same thing for Hudson. You know, you're a kid and you grow up and you, you dream of playing first grade, but once you're there, it's, you know, you tick these milestones off 50 and then, you know, 100 will be his next and it's the start of a really good career for him. And, um, you know, I think 50 games, that's, that's when you sort of start to get comfortable and you start to know you're a first grader and I'm really excited for what, you know, I think Hudson's got the best ahead. Yeah, definitely. And then we've also got Jack White, and obviously as well, 200th games. It's such an amazing achievement. What type of, what does he bring to the team? 
oh, everything. I think, um, you know, there's a few players in the comp that are just go-to players, and we're lucky enough that we've got one here um, in Jackie Boy. He's um, played every single game like it was his last as well. So those 200, you know, probably 400 worth of games in those, he's... Um, you know, plays with his heart in his sleeve and the boys love running out with him. It's, it's, he's one player that I'm super excited to play with and, you know, he got the pleasure of sharing my club debut with his 200 games and um, I know that there's a lot of boys that are thinking about that and how much how important it is for us to send him out a winner, you know, with this milestone. Yeah, there's not too many players that have played 200 games for the Raiders. It's um, it's it's a pretty exclusive club and, and something that, you know, Jack should be really proud of and he's... Not even that old yet either. He could he could go on and play a lot of games for us. So, a tremendous milestone for Jack, and can't wait to see him uh, run out there on Friday night. We're going to move on and have a chat now to Adam a little bit more on depth and find some more about him. You're listening to Behind the Limelight, thanks to OAC Digital. All right, Adam. Time to learn a bit about what makes Adam Elliott tick. Uh, I don't know if it's a road we want to go too far down because we might find anything mm. but looking forward to catching up with you now and and finding out a bit and i'm going to start with your hat um the win the day charity i know that this is one that um josh Papali he's also been involved in as well and i also know that you do a lot of work uh, in the autism space because your brother james uh is autistic and i know you guys have got a really tight relationship what is it that drives you to be involved with organizations like this I'll touch on this charity first. It was actually my partner Millie bought me this hat and a T-shirt and um, sort of gave me a bit of background on it. And it's uh, Matt Giddo's sisters actually started the charity. And then I saw Papa this morning and, you know, he was asking me how I came about to have the hat and he was aligned with them. And I think that's great when there's, you know, there's already three connections, you know, Millie, me and Papa and how, um, you know, your platform as a footy player can really help these charities out. Uh, it's great what they do for the families and, you know, it's a it's one for, it's a cancer charity for rare cancer for children. So anything they can do there to help is you know as we know it's so sad, but to help the families out that are involved there is huge. And for me, you know, I haven't spent too much um, time of of recent time you know doing the things that I love in the community just with COVID and mm-hmm. stuff. But um, you know, in previous years, you know, aligning myself with a charity, um, particularly things to do with intellectual disability and in that autism space is something that's really important for me and my family as well. My family are really, they really pushed for me to get involved in it as well. Mum and dad, um, you know, they're putting their hand up as much as they can to help out wherever they can, obviously having my old brother James and seeing how much, um, you know, just the helping hand when you might not think you need it, what it can do for you and the family and for the per- and for the person involved. So, um, you know, I've done a bit of stuff with Giant Steps, which was a school for children with autism and um, of recent I was closely aligned with Autism Community Network and um, did a a few things with them over the last few years and I think for me it's just really important to, it takes you away from footy for a little bit as well, puts life into perspective but it's something that I'm just super passionate about so I get a lot out of it as well and um, you know my brother James is my best mate and I've seen him grow so much as a person and um, you know how how many influential people have had a part in in helping that with my family. So if I'm able to just you know nudge that at all and be a one or two percent help to a family out there, I just know how long it does go down the road. Now I've seen James a few times before. He's popped up in the media with you for various bits and pieces. So has he ditched the Bulldogs jersey for a Raiders one yet? Yeah, I better not say what he did to it, but he's definitely uh, <laughs> no. He's he's a Raider man now, so. The day I signed, actually, Ricky 
we, we'd spoken about James a fair bit because, um, you know, Ricky's daughter, Emma, has yep. autism and, um, you know, we'd spoken of how that was a common interest of both of ours and something that we're both passionate about and he's actually met James before as well, which is pretty cool and, um, you know, he, he mentioned a few things and how James sort of stood out to Ricky and yep. that was just really cool to, you know, know that he'd remembered him and he actually wanted to call James to tell him that I'd signed with the Raiders. So... Um, long story short, he did that and, and it was, you know, James was over the moon. It was massive for him and massive for the family and it was actually a really um, something that was really important to me as well for Ricky to, you know, straight off the bat come out and do that and um, by the next day, James had bought a Raiders flag and, you know, everyone in Tartha, it's a very small community, Tartha and Bega, and they all sort of wanted to know. There's a, you know, a bit of talking about where I was going to go and who I was going to play with and my family's way of telling everyone that I was coming to the Raiders was just by putting a flag out in the front garden <laughs> and um, flying that for the next week or so. So that's how everyone back home found out. Yeah, good. Forget about the media, forget about the, all the, the rumours, just put the flag out the front, show exactly. your colours. That's right. Yeah. I love it. You've been in Canberra for a few months now. How are you finding um, Canberra as a town? Yeah, I, I really love it. It's obviously a bit quieter than Sydney, which for me is great. Um, being a country boy, I, I find the people here are have a little bit more of a country vibe about them as well and you know everyone's really friendly and even you know my first week here I noticed how much the community loves the Raiders so I was riding my push bike around just trying to get a feel for the place and you know find my way around and people stop me in the street and tell me that you know they're supporting me and good luck for the season and that they'll be at the games they can't wait for more games in Canberra this year and you know straight away that hit me in the face and it was something that um you know made me more excited to get out there and, and play games for the team and um the boys here have just been great like I said before I feel like being in Canberra everything's a little bit closer so I feel like that's carried through to the team as well I feel like the team's a really close um, bunch of blokes now you mentioned your partner Millie Boyle now she's got that strong rich Raiders blood running through her veins her dad uh, David Boyle played here and I have seen a bit of bit of chat sort of starting to surface that we might try and sign her for that first uh, NRLW team in 2023 if the Raiders are successful in their bid. Have you have you spoken to her about this yet or have, have you started to plant the seed? Let's just hope, let's just say I'm really hoping the Raiders get a team for 2023 <laughs> in the NRLW. But, um, you know, Millie's been on fire the first couple of games of her season. Um, and, yeah, it's something that's definitely on the radar and we talk about it a bit, so... You know, we both could be here wearing the same jersey next year. You never know, but it's um, yeah, either way, I'll support her anywhere she goes. Um, like you said, though, she, her dad played, her uncle played, and her brother actually played juniors at the Raiders as well. So um, family ties do go deep. <laughs> so I think that'll come a long way with um, maybe getting her down here in the future. She's killing it on SAS as well. She's <laughs> doing a great job. Yeah, she she was here last night, so we watched it together on the lounge and. She's a little bit nervous. She was on telly a bit more last <laughs> night. So, um, but yeah, she's making us all so proud. Her family and everyone. Every, we text every night that the show's on, and it's um, yeah, it's great to see someone that you love and care about on telly, and you know, making you and your family proud. It's great. Yep, absolutely love that. Now, um, it's always good to know when you come when you get a new player to a new club. Who have you sort of latched onto? Who are you, uh, who are you spend a bit of time with amongst the group? Who's uh, who you who have you partnered up with there? Yeah, I suppose I'm I'm right next door in the locker room to Elliot Whitehead and um, from the outside looking in I always thought he was probably someone I'd get along with really well and, um, you know, he made me feel really welcome as soon as I got here and, um, you know, we've sort of been mates, you know, as soon as I got here which has been really easy for me, the transition and 
um, you know, Jared Croker and Semi Williams and, and Matty Frawley's a friend of mine from way back and, you know, I've known those three boys for a while now. So it's um, been great. I've played with Jack in the past too. So any chance I get to have a bit of a laugh with Jack, it's great as long as he doesn't take it out of me too much. So <laughs> we, um, yeah, there's always shots getting fired in the change room, which is great. Absolutely love that. Well, great to learn more about you. Um, look, I know everyone's excited to have you here at the club, so we can't wait to... Um, you know, see how you go throughout the season. We're going to have a chat now about the game this weekend uh, up against the Sharks. Um, you're listening to Behind the Limelight, thanks to OAC Digital. <laughs> Round one, Raiders v Sharks, GIA Stadium on Friday night, thanks to Matchday sponsor Zango. Looking forward to getting back out to GIA Stadium, Rosie, and getting back to Canberra. It's been a long time we obviously had to move everyone up to the bubble in Queensland, so just having a home game is going to be something pretty special. Yeah, expecting a pretty big crowd, I think, because people in Canberra have definitely missed the footy, but um, even having the Viking clap back, I'm excited for that. And, yeah, just to have Cam- uh, people back at Jo Stadium is going to be really good. Yeah, it's going to be a massive night out there. We've got plenty happening on and off the field. We've got the... Uh, Adam, I'm not sure if you know about this, but we've got the Score Raiders game happening beforehand, um, and those guys just absolutely bring everything. I know Rosie's had a lot to do with that team in the last couple of years, so can't wait to see those guys um, hit the field uh, on Friday night before the main game. Um, we're also doing some stuff um, to help raise some money for the Tonga uh, the Tonga Tsunami Relief Fund, um, which is going to be really special as well because we all know what sort of uh, drama they've had uh, throughout the season. And then obviously the game uh, up against the Sharks, which we're going to talk about now. How excited are you to um, be on the right side of the Viking clap for a start. Yeah, Rosie just mentioned it and um, I watched the video for the season launch and it gave me goosebumps, so I'm pumped. It's um, you know, it's the first thing people mention when I tell them I'm coming to the Raiders, I'll sign with the Raiders. So, um, yeah, Friday night there'll be a few goosebumps. I'll be pretty excited to get out there. One of the big things here that you definitely would have learnt is that the club's like really big on the history uh, and, you know, the Count does his quizzes and everyone's got their Raider number and it's pretty special. Um, to get your own number now, uh, you'll be rated number 380 because uh, James Schiller will be 379. Uh, I mean, that must be a nice moment too, just to, to know that you're going to have that uh, on your locker, on your clothing, all that sort of stuff going forward. Yeah, it is. It's um, something that I'll hold close to me. It's um, Keon actually said he's going to get it embroidered on my brother's Raider shirt as well, which is really cool. And, um, yeah, you speak about the history, I actually... Caught up with Jason Croker on the weekend and, you know, me, him and Millie were talking about different players and I think they both sort of looked sideways at me when every player they mentioned I knew what their player number was and <laughs> how many tries they'd scored and all that sort of stuff because Count keeps us pretty accountable in those quizzes and, you know, the boys take it quite seriously, especially me. So I'm a little bit of a bookworm, a bit of a nerd. So it's, um, it's cool that my number's going to be there one day. Um, yes, yeah, so obviously the Sharks this weekend, they've got a um, big forward pack, a dangerous back line. What are you expecting from them? Yeah, I think we know that just from even watching their trials, they've got a really strong mentality of getting off their line hard. Um, they're going to bring a lot of aggression, a lot of energy. So we've just got to do our best to um, set the tone ourselves and, and come out and do the same thing. I think first game of the year, it's going to come down to energy and effort. And, you know, I look at our forward pack and I feel like the boys are really going to be up for it. And um, for me, I'm really excited to you know, I'll be coming off the bench, so I'll have a really good opportunity to bring some energy and change the game at that point. Um, but yeah, as for the Sharks, I think they're a big team. We just got to make sure that we match it with them. You got plenty of versatility uh, in the forward pack because you got um, Hudson and Corey and Elliot who can all play in the ed- on an edge or in the middle, and they have done in the past. Are you 
um, in a similar sort of mindset? You're just happy to get on the field and play wherever Ricky puts you? Yeah, so we'll have a game plan that, you know, if everything goes perfect, which it definitely won't, um, I'll stick to. But as we saw in the trial games, I played a little bit of hooker, I played a bit of edge, I actually played a bit of lock as well. So, you know, for now, that's going to be my role for the team. Um, and coming off the bench, I think, you know, as long as you come on, you bring energy and you're 100% there, you're doing the right job for the team. So wherever that, that's got to be, I'll be rocking up. And um, I mean, I've been this excited to play a game of footy for a long time. So it'll be for me, it'll be trying to keep it all under wraps while I'm sitting on the bench waiting to get out there. And the Sharks as well, like they've got a new coach as well and new players like Nico Hines and Dalfin So interesting to see how they go as well. Yeah, definitely. I think Craig Fitzgibbon was the defence coach at the Roosters and I think that's why, you know, we saw that change of mentality maybe from the Sharks in the trial games. They're going to have a bit more – They you come out and said that as well. They're going to have a bit more of a defensive mindset, um, which, you know, it's going to be aggressive and it's going to be in your face. Hopefully we can do the same. All right, we're going to put you on the spot here, Adam, because we didn't actually tip you up about this, but every time we do this podcast, at the end of it, we all predict something that's going to happen in the game. Uh, so it could be someone scores a try, there could be you know, something special that happens, and um, if you get it right, you're representing the group of players as we go through the year. Each player will come on, they'll get to have a prediction of what's happening in the game that they're on, uh, and at the end of the year, we put a leaderboard together and see who actually knows what they're talking about. And if the past is anything to go by, I certainly don't, because I think I finished with about two points last year. So, Rosie, give me something that's going to happen in this game that sticks out for you this weekend. All right, I'm going to go a Tom Starling try. I think off the bench, just that fast pace through the middle, he'll go over for a try. Yeah, I'm going to go for Jack White in the school one in his 200th game. I think um, he's going to be up for this. i just got a feeling that this is going to be a real good game for Jack, and I think he'll be um, up for it. So I'll go for a Jacko try. I might be making it hard for myself here, but I'm going to go a double for Nick Kotrick in his first game back for the Raiders. Yeah, I like the sound of that as well. It's going to be, going to be great. We haven't even touched on Nick Kotrick, but having him back in the team, having him back um, at his home club, I mean, you were with him at the Bulldogs last year and you know what sort of a character he is and how he's just he just loves footy. So it's going to be great to see him back out there in the Raiders jersey. Yeah, I can't wait for him to get out there. He's so pumped to be back here and the boys have just embraced him and they love having him back. And, you know, I think he's probably a bit different of a person back here too. He's definitely out of his shell and feels like he's at home. I can't believe... It doesn't even feel like he left, honestly. No. The, the first day he walked back in, it was like he just gone on a, a gap year from high school or something like that so he's back here now um, and we can't wait to see him in Raiders colours Adam thank you very much um, for joining us today like I just can't wait for Friday night it's going to be awesome I hope it's everything um, you expect it to be and we can't wait to see you out there um, playing footy for the Raiders yeah thanks Benny and Rosie for having me on I can't wait either yeah Rosie thank you we'll be back next week and we'll have someone else on and hopefully talking about a big win on Friday night